Welcome to this episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. There's been a lot of talk uh, in Harrisburg the last couple of weeks about what's going to be going on in the fall, returning to session. But we have, of course, been talking in the last couple of weeks about the problems that we've been facing with money. Both we've got, uh, you know, property tax issues. We've got spending problems and we've got cash flow problems what's really going on in the state where do we stand and 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 where do things look like when we return in the fall to to try to figure out this rest of this budget for the year how messed up is it you know chuck i'm a cpa and i specialized my entire career keeping companies out of bankruptcy and in all the years of doing that i find that if the individuals in a society and a company comes to grip with their financial problems, we can solve it. And I believe that for Pennsylvania. If we sit back and decide, you know what, we understand we're in financial trouble, we we can pull this out. But I'm real concerned because I'm seeing some things that are telling me that perhaps people don't understand. And by the people I'm referring to are in the executive branch and some people in the legislature. I'll give you an example. I have a House Bill 1995, Keystone Solvency Operating Study. And the reason for using the acronym Solvency Operating Studies, SOS, which is a distress signal that we use in the nautical area, and I'm a retired Marine colonel. We need help. We need help. That's what it means. And so I'm sending off the rockets that are saying, let's attend to these issues, because if we solve them early enough, we can do it with a limited amount of pain. So right now, we've completed a five-month budget for most everything, a 12-month budget for schools, we still have to fund the remaining seven months when we get back from whatever may be an abbreviated summer break that normally would happen. We would normally be on summer break now. We're not. And we have reason to be here. And I believe that we're going to spend a good bit of the summer here because of the level of the financial difficulties that we're in. So one of the things that I will tell everybody is that by the end of September, we're out of cash. That's the issue that people need to be aware of. Uh, we finished the fiscal year June 30th, 2020. billion short of revenue that we need. But the spending was if we had it. So we're $3.2 billion short. Fortunately, the president came up with the CARES Act that gave us a billion dollars that we had been short before it, or we'd be $4.2 billion short. So we have to make the $3.2 billion up. And we already know, because of the protracted shutdown, that we're going to have a shortfall in revenue in fiscal year 20 and 21. So we think we're going to need about $5 billion. Now, a state can't print money. We're out of cash. We're going to be out of cash into September. So the person that's going to be lending us the money won't be making the dictate. What I'm concerned about is I've seen some people in the administration and some people on the other side that believe that the federal government will just bail us out. And they can't because in the U.S. Constitution, you can't bail out a state. We are a sovereign entity, but we don't have the ability to borrow and print money. We have the ability to borrow, but only with legislative approval. And there's not an appetite. Now, we in the legislature, what most of us are proposing is let's get our spending under control. Let's stop the wasteful overhead that we're dealing with in Harrisburg. Let's stop the inefficiencies. I've got a number of bills, House Bill 985, House Bill 1053 helps us go lean. House Bill 985 is a fraud and forensic capability. Representative Seth Grove, Don Kiefer, Matt Dowling, myself, and others have House Bills 52 through 58 uh, that are to reform the structure of the overall government process in totality. Uh, the Treasurer has been great to work with, uh, Joe Torsello, about getting the interest borrowing costs down. 
Uh, and so we've got to look at these measures. We've got a whole series of pension reform bills that improve the efficiencies of the pension system while at the same time preserving benefits. So we got to get real and solve these problems before it's too late. And when when we're looking at this, I mean, I hear you talking about this, and the first thing that comes to my mind is I've from the interim budget that we have passed, we've already spent $25, $27 billion of the money. Do we actually have any more money to spend? Will we? Will there be anything left? Or are we really coming up on a time in November where we say, that's it? Well, let me give you an example, and that's a great question. That's the kind of question people should be asking. The governor's budget request is $35 billion. Last year, he was about $34 billion, $35 billion. We were $3 billion short last time. We're expecting to be an additional $2 billion short this time. So on the remaining $10 billion that the governor wants to spend in this coming fiscal year, we are $5 billion short. That means, absent a massive tax increase that the executive branch is considering that we are opposed to completely, would increase the personal income tax by 65%, and we are opposed to that. And the problem is, is that means, absent that, we have to find efficiencies, spend the money we get better, and try to reopen the state so that the impact fiscally is not as bad as we think it will be. Or you could see a 50% cutback in all the other spending programs that happen. So what I'm fearful of is that the longer people keep their head buried in the sand, the more severe the impact will be later on. We need to get real. And I think we can do it. I know we, in fact, I know we can do it. Uh, we had a great floor debate that happened with Representative Matt Bradford, the Democrat Appropriations Chair, where he basically uh, said that I was courageous for proposing things to really get our spending under control. And, and he basically said at the time, but is there an appetite to do some of the things we need to do? And I answered the question with an, an absolute resounding yes, there is that appetite. The taxpayers cannot afford to keep putting more money into the system without demanding significant reforms in how we spend what we spend. And we're going to see that when if we have a cash crunch and we keep trying to spend more and more money, there's just no way that you're going. We're going. The appetite's going to get strong because you're going to say that we're already without money and you're trying to spend more. That, that's absolutely the case. And one of the, one of the things I get concerned about, and I tell everybody, the people with the cash will decide whether or not they're going to lend it to you. We're already hearing comments from Moody's rating agencies and others that are saying, until we see a plan to get your spending under control, they might downgrade our credit rating. Downgrade it so much so that we may not be able to borrow. We're not there yet. We still have time. States like Illinois, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, and Kentucky, they're in real trouble. So are we. If we take action now, we've got a good outcome. If we don't, we're going to pay the price later. That's Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Rock.